It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Bay. Gets Benny B to call. The Abdul Rahman at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Kenny Walker. Touchdown. Smarty. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Craig Lyons. They did it. Armand Ross. They brought him to the receiving end. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marcus in on goal. Scores! His first career hat-trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good Monday morning to you. It is the 26th day of February. Wow, that camera's crooked. Holy mackerel. I thought for a second when I got out of the car it was going to be a minute. But my goodness, Ryan, you might have to cover that bad boy up for, <laughs> for this first segment. So I was like, holy jumping. Something just looked off when I was looking at the tripod. And I was like, man, I don't know about that. Oh, my goodness. Holy shnikes. Great googly moogly. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide in the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21,000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843-866-838-4843-866-838. Huge. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well on uh, BCSN. That is, I mean, obviously you can see earthquake happen. Uh, that, that's what it was. It was an earthquake. And uh, so we're just, we're just leaning uh, heavily here. <laughs> leaning heavily here. Uh, to slant it to one side. What we need is a level. Uh, that, would, uh, that would help. Uh, but yeah, regardless of that, uh, we say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, as always, uh, join the show. Busy, busy weekend. Again, eventually they're not all going to be like that. But for right now, uh, that's the way that uh, that's the way that it is. And of course, if you were uh, if you were paying attention to what's going on with the Detroit Red Wings, I mean, holy mackerel! What a what an awesome weekend for Steve Eiserman and the boys. I mean, that like last night's game, I mean, just poetic, right? Storybook ending to the game uh, with Patrick Kane getting the, the winner in overtime on a breakaway. That was just incredible. It was like, you know, you can't, you, you don't write stuff that's this good right now. So good for, uh, good for the wings, man. And really good for Steve Eisman. I was tweeting about this over the weekend, but it, it takes so it it takes time in order to be able to tear things down and rebuild them. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Right? Uh, right now, it is not currently working with Troy Weaver. It hasn't worked with anybody before him, and it hasn't worked in uh, about twenty years there for the Pistons. 
what's really fun is, is that the team that they share the building with is showing everybody, you know, what it's like to actually be able to play meaningful games in that building for the first time uh, in the building's history since it's opened. So that's awesome. Uh, that is that is incredibly uh, exciting. And when I think of, you know, when I think of the Detroit Red Wings and from a team perspective, uh, what they what they are accomplishing right now, it's I don't want to like gang up on the Pistons too bad. But really, it's it's fun to watch the Red Wings because like the Pistons, for example. It, they're like polar opposites right now. And the Red Wings are just such an easy team to root for. And what I think is really nice, too, is that, you know, finally, like people are. They call it hockey town for forever uh, because of, you know, the success that this club has had, uh, the fan base behind it. And it's it's awesome. It's awesome to have it back. Like it, it's it's officially back now. You know, we've talked about it. You know, being post All Star break now, is we got to shift gears and you know, comparing it to Moving Day, a Saturday on the PGA Tour. Like, you know, that is you know, that was. This is where they're at, man. This is where they're at, and at least we have something fun to watch. Like that's that's part of it. But I can't be uh, couldn't be happier. With the the job that Steve Eiserman has done to build this team, to go out to find free agents of guys that want to come out here and play, guys that want to be a part of this, having to make some of the tough decisions, trying to shed some cap, trying to you know wheel and deal a little bit, just getting uh, you know I mean think about uh, you know I, I mentioned Andreas Anthony see you all the time, and I mentioned Anthony Mantha, but what about like a guy like Tyler Bertuzzi? You know, he had a hat trick on his 29th birthday for the Maple Leafs. Like, good for him. Like, sometimes, like, you know, sometimes you just got to move on and, you know, whatever. Saturday night, you know, he turns 29, gets a hat trick for. Like, that's that's awesome. Good for him. But it's a guy that they, you know, it was a tough decision that the Wings had to move away from. So good for them. And good for Steve Eiserman for making those, making those tough decisions uh, to be able to, get this team to a to a point to a position to where you know you've got some things that work for you you have some uh some players that are going to be able to recruit a little bit that's where i look at like an alex debrinket you know he and patrick kane does does patrick kane come here if debrinket isn't here i don't know i don't know what the answer to that is uh, but it's a guy that uh, you know steve eiserman obviously wanted and it worked out well, and a lot of people wrote him off and uh, thought that he was, you know, just basically left for dead after the hip resurfacing surgery. And here he is, a point-per-game player at his age is pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. I think he's, what, 35, 36? So exciting stuff for him and exciting for Derek Lalone, my guy, he just has the like the perfect temperament to be able to do all of this, you know, because it's a long season, right? So you got to find a way to be a, a really good motivator. You have to find a way to be, um, you know, to, to be able to connect with your guys. You have to find a way uh, to be able to push the right buttons at the right time. And sure enough, like Derek Lalone, he does that. He does that. And he gives this team uh, really, uh, I mean, it's, it's like the a great compilation of all the necessary parts here 
in order to have success. And it's just, uh, man, it's just sensational to see. Uh, What else is going on in the sports world? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Tour rookie Jake Knapp was the winner of the Mexico Open, so congratulations uh, to him. Always good to get a win when you're you're just a rookie on the tour. That's pretty exciting. Lost a four-shot lead in seven holes. Tried to hold hold it all together. Shot an even par 71 to win the Mexico Open. Earns him a trip to Augusta National. That could be that's that's challenging though. Yeah, that can be difficult. You have to learn to win on the tour. The NFL salary cap is rising more than thirty million dollars per team to a record two hundred fifty-five point four million dollars. How awesome uh, is that? So that'll give you a little bit more space, and so everybody can relax a little bit about my Mike Evans plan. As I told you, and I've been telling you, the salary cap is going to keep increasing. So get guys signed early. That way you have like a little more wiggle room. Uh, The NBA has suspended five players for their roles in the Heat Pelicans fight. So Jimmy Butler, he is one of them. Without pay. Najee Marshall, each suspended. Uh, Jose Alvarado, Thomas Bryant suspended three games each for leaving the bench. Nikola Jovic, not Jokic, suspended one game for leaving the bench. And that all happened because Zion Williams stole the ball from Jimmy Butler, went up for a layup. Kevin Love wrapped him up, and things got out of hand. The Warriors gave Steve Kerr a two-year, $35 million extension. Good for him. Uh, the Red Wings, another winner over the weekend, 3-2 to two yesterday over the Blackhawks. More on that coming up. The New York Rangers tie a franchise record with their 10th straight victory. And I mentioned Tyler Bertuzzi on his birthday with a hat trick for his 29th birthday on Saturday. We'll step aside back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com.
From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have everybody riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. A random story here. Cristiano facing a flurry of criticism, according to this report, after appearing to make an obscene gesture following a 3-2 win for Al Nasser over Al-Shabaab in the an exciting Saudi Pro League game. Apparently, he opened the scoring, but... Uh, Need a late goal. And after the final whistle, social media videos captured Ronaldo cupping his ear before repeatedly pumping his hand forward in front of his pelvic area. Oh, see, you know what? Look. Look, man. <laughs> that's that's a little egregious. Um, but at the same time, like you cannot do that over there. Like, stop it, man. Before something like I know that you're famous and you got a lot of money and all this, that and the third. Like, that's great. But, you know, that's why Messi came to the MLS right there. That's a perfect example. Uh, Would you probably get like a a slap on the wrist in other countries? Yeah, sure. But I don't know. Investigation into the incident has been opened up. Like, I'm not I'm not. Disciplinary committees looking at it like, no, they don't play by the same rules, man. So please cease and desist from acting like you know you can do whatever you want wherever you want because it's just not that's not the case it's not the case uh i wanted to you know spend a minute here and tell my buddy andy brown over at the uh, toledo golf show and tell him thank you once again for the hospitality it was a very uh very busy weekend uh you know all starting thursday and then rolling you know throughout the i don't know it was probably four of the longer days uh that i've had this year and you know what they it was such a it's always a great time to get out there. It's always a great time when everything works, too, when you go on remote. It's always a big challenge. Can we get everything uh, to work, right? That's like a priority in question, uh, number one. But we got everything to work, which is great. And it was just uh, it was a lot of fun to see him, a lot of fun to get the amount of messages that I got from listeners from all over the place that were headed to the, uh, headed to the Toledo Golf Show. They were going down there to check it out. I mean, it looked like the... The spread from the equipment to the apparel, then obviously all the different vendors uh, that were there to be able to see Dave from Aga Ming. Like, that was crazy. Uh, He just randomly was there. Like, I don't remember them being there in the past, but uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's one of those things that because I hadn't played uh, Aga Ming, hadn't stayed there until you know this past summer when we took the show on the road uh, for up north uh, golf trip. That, um, you know, now now that I'm aware of it. Uh, but that was uh, that was awesome and uh, it had a really, really good turnout. I am so anxious to hear uh, what the final tally and final count is uh, from Andrew for this, because, you know, at least in southeast Michigan, northwest Ohio, it's kind of like the start of the of the year. Or the golfing season, if you will, it's kind of like that event that kind of kicks off uh, the season. So from that perspective and from that angle, like that's really cool. And to be able to have, you know, the amount of vendors that he had, the level of interest uh, that was there. And then, of course, for having us. Now, we're there on a Friday because the big, you know, it's all day Saturday, all day Sunday. We get there on a Friday and the thing doesn't open up till five o'clock. So most people are just setting up like if you were watching uh, the broadcast at all. Uh, Friday, you saw like the blue, the blue curtain backdrop sort of behind me. Everything else, I mean, they had some booths that were filled, decorated, 
done, completely set up. You had other booths where people are going to show up that day and pop in there and you know, drop off what they have to drop off and uh, get their setup squared away. So been doing that for a very long time. Uh, I think that the first year we did our remote at the Toledo Golf Show was maybe seven years ago, give or take. Uh, so to be able to continue to do it, uh, and, and obviously Andy welcoming and wanting uh, to do it, you know, texting me about a month and a half out, like, all right, you ready for this year? This is what we have. Like, that's that's great, man. And I'm uh, I'm so excited for him. I'm so excited for, for all the golfers in this area uh, that are, you know, trying to get things. You know, th- it's going to be your year, man. This is going to be your year. Somebody, uh, somebody sent me a message about my automatic five-footers with the long putter. It took me some time. It took me some time this year to figure out because you know, it was a, more of a novelty item than anything else, right? I didn't get the long putter because there was some crazy statistic that if you had a, a center shaft long putter that you were going to, there was no data behind it, no science. It was a novelty item. I went I, I went out there. I, I purchased it. And why did I do it? Because I wanted one as a kid, but nobody else had one. So it was just one of those things you just kind of kept in the back of your mind. Like, yeah, when I get older, I'm going to get one of those. You know, just, now I'm older. Now I'm older. Like, guess what? Like, yeah, when I get older, I'm going to stay up past 9 o'clock, do whatever I want. You know, you want to know what I want to do now at 9 o'clock? I want to go ahead and get into bed. You know, when I get older, hearty, har har. You know, you, you know how you think as a kid. You're, and if you have kids, you know how they think right now. You spend your whole childhood wanting to be older. And you spend your entire elderly years wanting to be younger. Vicious cycle. But I wanted a log putter. And so I got a message about somebody talking about my five-footers being automatic. Automatic. There's autopilot, just boop. People are like, hey, no, that's good. I said, no, it's not. Not good till I make it. And I knock it in. Now it's good. Right? Set the tone early. I'm telling you, man, that's that's what you got to do because it's all about the pendulum. You can't get too risky with a long putter. You know, you got to get the full, the full shoulder, full shoulder turn there. And it's really great to be able to just to, just to go somewhere and like now, obviously, Andy was like, hey, you know, we do our typical package and can you come out and do a, a remote? So, yeah, it's not, that's fine. I, I would love to. I, I love doing that. It's it's not far from me, so it's, so it's easy to get to. I'm good with that. But, like, it is the amount of people, you know, we're getting near, like, spring season. And I don't know about you, but, like, spring season, there's going to be a lot, a lot of activities there's going to be like, uh, I don't know if your school does like an auction, if your school does anything, any sort of fundraising activities. You guys get hit up regularly for for fundraisers? Because, I mean, it is like a shakedown over here. I got like somebody grabbing my ankle, got me upside down, trying to shake my pocket change loose for lunch. I mean, it, it, it's just coming from all directions. I, I'm talking multiple calls a week right now. for t- Like, I look like I look at some work at StubHub or something. Like, I am Ticketmaster. Like, it's not a website. It was just me, the ticket guru. Like, out of my wizard sleeves, I'm going to have tickets that fall out with a little wizard hat on. Like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So it's nice to be able just to go somewhere where somebody doesn't really need something from you. You know what I mean? That's always a that's always a pleasure. Uh, but the numbers, I think, uh, from the text that I got from Andy, like, I'm waiting for the full count, but the the numbers and the interest of what was going on there Friday was was awesome. And what a great way... To start off our weekend. I mean, honestly, let's be let's be real here. What a great way. You know, Thursday night, after a busy, busy day Thursday, cap my Thursday evening by watching the Detroit Red Wings, that big 2-1 winner over the Colorado Avalanche. 
and then we roll into Saturday. Saturday, we get that big 6-1 win over the St. Louis Blues. And then yesterday, that's a lot of hockey. That's a 3-4 and four if you're keeping track at home. Yesterday, 3-2 winners over the Blackhawks. I mean, simply sensational. They've now won five in a row. I mean, what a... I, that's just... With the, with the Washington Capitals, another big-time game uh, coming up here tomorrow. And they find themselves with you know 70 points trailing Toronto by four with a one-point lead on Tampa Bay. I mean, they're right there, folks. They are right there. Right there. And they're 10, ba- 10 points back of Florida, 11 points back of Boston. I think that's what you start looking at now. You know, I think that now this team has, has proven to themselves and we'll obviously get more into this uh, coming up with with all the celebrations and everything else that took place. Uh, but yeah, this is the, this team right here. They're they're cooking with gas. But you know, there was all you know. Look, it was that Thursday night game against the Avs that kicked off this weekend that was just like a whirlwind. Like I don't even know. I'm almost happy that it's Monday. We get a little stability here. I think I don't know if next weekend I'll. Oh, I got to check my schedule before I say something ridiculous like this. But I think I have a seven o'clock game next Sunday night for women's basketball. I think that's what I have. I think that's what I it found its way uh, onto the schedule. Uh, not ideal. Not ideal. All right, we're going to step aside. When we return, uh, we're going to get the uh, the Pistons uh, out of the way before we could jump into uh, Michigan, Michigan State, a lot of the Red Wings. Uh, we got a lot to get to. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right here. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare, and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Can't call in? 
text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at XB Mornings. Now back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to be riding along with you no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. There we go. We got the, finally got part of the shot set up. Still got to tinker around with that tripod a little bit. Yeah, that's what happens when you go on the road, though. You take the show on the road, you you know, I'm happy all the radio equipment worked. <laughs> that's, half the, that's half the battle. Uh, great to be with you. Join us uh, anytime. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843. 866-838-4843. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN, YouTube, and Facebook uh, too. So we're more than uh, more than ready to and interested in getting uh, your thoughts on a wild weekend in sports. Man, oh man, was it a good weekend? Uh, well, you know, was it a good weekend? I don't know if it was a great weekend. To be honest with you, it was a great weekend for the Red Wings. Everybody else just continues to stink, uh, and that just kind of is what it is. But uh, let's first dive into this uh, Detroit Pistons team here uh, for a minute. Now, the Pistons lost their fifth consecutive game. Uh, when they fell to the Orlando Magic, Jalen Duran following Paolo Boncaro at the end of the game on a jump shot, mid-range jumper, short corner, made no sense whatsoever. Cade Cunningham had the tying layup with about 12.4 seconds. So here's something for you. Cade Cunningham has played 61 minutes in the last two games. Cade Cunningham has scored 56 points in the last two games. Cade Cunningham has not attempted a single free throw in the last two games. 56 points in 61 minutes and has not shot a single free throw. Somebody make it make sense to me. Now, they probably win this game if Jaden Ivey doesn't shoot the ball as poorly uh, as he did. Uh, Simone Fontecchio, 17-3-5. Like, that's fine. Nassar, 4-4 from the field. Eight points in 21 minutes. Why only 21 minutes? I have no idea. Uh, Evan Fournier scored 13 off the bench. Uh, I don't know why we keep trotting out there. A couple things from the coaching standpoint. One, we don't need an all-bench lineup. Okay, this is not, once again, this is not CYO. You don't have to guarantee equal minutes for everybody. You got a bunch of young 20-year-olds. They can run. They can play. Don't worry about it. They'll be okay. I promise. They can do it. Two, this team is not coached to defend properly. I I mean, that's just what it is. Like, they, I I have to blame it on the coaching at this point because there there are some times where they'll go under a screen and it's like, they don't, do you have the scouting report? Do you know who is supposed to, do you know who can shoot and who can't shoot? Like, do you, and it's something I've been complaining about for weeks is that, this team just does not hedge at all on a ball screen. It's all like they refuse to. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like there's no reason to do a flat hedge that's not even a hedge where the ball screen is coming. If your man is setting the screen, a high hedge means that you are up on his top hip, right? So let's imagine that uh, that the, the dribbler is right-handed. We're playing defense and the dribbler is right-handed. 
right? And he's right in the middle of the floor. And our guy that we're guarding is going to go up and set the screen on our left to the ball handler's right. So there's a couple things you can do. A flat hedge, meaning that you are staying on the bottom hip. So in this case, the screener's right side, the foot that's closest to the hoop. And you are basically going to be perpendicular to the screener. That's flat hedge. High hedge, you get up on his top hip, which is the foot that is furthest from the basket as he's setting the screen. And you come out and flash so that you are in the same, you know, the same stance that the screener is, basically, facing the same direction. Then you get out there and you flash and hedge, causing the ball handler to go out and around you, or you stop the ball handler dead in their tracks. You allow the guy who is getting screened right to get through and get back on his man. You then chase the roll. Simple as that. Your backside defenders, typically on the backside that is not the ball side, is going to drop into the paint a little bit to be able to give you some help just in case they want to hit the roll. And then it's a scramble from there. We, we, can't, we can't do that. Uh, how many times is somebody going to catch the ball on the wing and a screen is going to come and we cannot figure out that the sideline is actually another defender. It's another defender. They can't, they can't go. You can't dribble the ball into the courtside seats, down the tunnel and around, and then come back out on the baseline. You can't do it, right? The minute you step on the sideline, uh, we're going to get the ball back. So what should happen is when you see a screen like that and you know that the guy that you are, the guy that is screening, the guy that you are guarding, right? Because we're not on the ball right now. We're just guarding the screener. We know via our scouting report what this individual likes to do. And we know nine times out of ten, that's not going to be a situation with a pick and pop. If you're guarding Nikola Jokic and he's setting the screen, it's a little bit more, it's a little different on how you want to guard that because he can shoot. And so instead of rolling to the basket, Nikola Jokic may pick, reverse pivot, open up to the ball, catch and shoot. How many guys at the NBA level don't roll correctly. Like, that bothers me, too. Drives me insane. Like, they set the screen and they just run. Like, no, when you set the screen of the ball handler, like, we're setting the screen, the right-handed ball handler, and we're going to set the screen so that the ball handler can go right. Basically, the principle is whatever shoulder, as you set the screen, whatever shoulder the ball, ha- ball handler is running off of, you open up with that so that you can see the ball. So with the little kids, I used to teach them that when they were setting a screen, Right, we did this in practice first because we had to tell them, you know, cover your, you know, protect yourself. You know what I mean? Like put your hands and you know, guard your, guard your privates. But when you have, you know, to teach the role, I had them put their hands up over their eyes like they were looking through binoculars, right? Like they had goggles on. And why did I do this? You're going to come up. You're going to set the screen. They run up there. They set the screen. They put their, their, they put their binoculars on. Get your goggles out to see the ball. So we had to make a reference point, right? We need goggles. We got to see. We use goggles to see, right? Setting the screen, goggles are out, follow the ball, reverse pivot, open up to the ball, show a hand that the, the ball handler can pass the ball to. Like, it's, it, it's, it's conceptually very simple. And it, you beat it into them every single day of the week. You hammer them with it. We were 2-1 and one when our defensive coordinator left. 2-1 and one this season. And we, we haven't been able to defend since. Like it's it, it is beyond preposterous the amount of bad places that our 
players find themselves in because it looks like we don't really know exactly what we're supposed to do. And that's coaching. Like, that's coaching. That's all that is, is coaching. Like, what what are our defensive principles? And Monty would probably never share this with an open audience at a press conference setting. But I would love to know, like, what, what are our core principles on defense? Like, what, what exactly are we trying to get done? Right? That, that's what I want to know. Because we don't, we don't play like we have any semblance of what's going on out there. And it's crazy. It's crazy. They're professionals. Now, a lot of them are young, right? So typically over the course of two, three, four years of high-level coaching at the collegiate level, you'll have all this stuff down. But because we all want to hurry up with our lives and we got to be one and done or we got to go to overtime elite or we got to play AAU, we have no idea. Now, some people say, well, they don't play defense in the NBA anyways. They do. They do. However, the last six seasons, the last six seasons in the NBA are all top 18 in league history in scoring points per game league-wide on average. You can look it up. Now, none of them are top five because, you know, some years the points were crazy, but we don't, we don't ever discuss that. J.J. Redick talked about the amount of ground right now that everybody has to cover because, you know, a majority of the league can shoot now, right? A much more finesse-based league where the priority has been put on offensive skill versus defensive contact, and some people want to bring the hand check back. I'm all for it. Like, whatever we could do to, like, get a little bit more physical – uh, without the hold me back guy going at it, you know that that to me is a little, you know. And of course, you know the Heat Pelicans. I don't care about the kerfluffle. Uh, go ahead, knock each other out. Literally, literally, knock each other out. Go have some fun. Doesn't matter to me. But the Pistons, they lose this game to the Magic because defensively they gave up way, way, way too many points. Way too many points. Jalen Duran fouling at the end of the game. Paolo Boncaro was having a rough night shooting. You got to know better, but I get it. It happens. You know, you're excited, you're amped up. You know, in, in Jalen Duran, 16 and 11. Tough foul there at the end, added four blocks, three assists and a steal. They got to continue to work with him to be the uh, to be the rim protector, if you will, with his athletic ability. Uh, that's, that's, I mean, that's a great, that's a great line for him. That's a great line for him. The amount of people that I read on Twitter that are now all of a sudden like, if you could only keep three out of the core four, who would it be? Like, why would you only keep three? You drafted all four. Now, the one guy you drafted is a little bit older and didn't have a shot to begin with, is coming in as not a great shooter. That's Asar Thompson. We can work on that. I have to be able to believe that the Pistons employ somebody who can help with a jump shot. And if they don't, then sell the team and figure out, you know, build your staff accordingly. The Magic are now 3-0 and against the Pistons with one more game remaining in their season. Uh, coming up on March 3rd. As for the Magic, all five of their starters uh, were in double figures. Mo Wagner and Franz Wagner each scored 14 points. Mo finished with uh, 14.7 rebounds, assist, and a steal. Franz, 6 of 13 from the field, 14 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Also, 5 turnovers for him. For the Pistons, in total, just 12 turnovers, so that's not terrible. They shot 45% from three. You know, only 9 of 13 from the line probably should have gotten more free throw attempts. I still can't believe uh, the whole, you know, Cade Cunningham has played 61 minutes and doesn't have a single 
single free throw attempt. That's like something preposterous there. And he's talked about it. He's like, look, you know, I'm, he's having a really good year. You know, his numbers are comparable or better to Paulo Boncaro. Boncaro is an all-star. Why is Boncaro an all-star? Because his team is 32 and 25. That's why. And the Pistons are 8 and 48. That's why he's an all-star. And Cade is not. And Cade knows this. And um, actually, James Edwards of The Athletic is uh, putting in a piece right now uh, to discuss, you know, basically Cade understanding. He says in the in the piece that it, nothing he does really matters right now because they're not winning. And at least he understands that. He gets it. You know, I'm I'm. You drafted him at number one. You did that because you missed in the draft the year before. You would have had the point guard position solidified with a superstar in Tyrese Halliburton. So you end up going with Cade Cunningham. Uh, that's fine. I I can live with that. I think he's got some good pieces around him, uh, but they they are coached so poorly. Like that's 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 who this falls on. It's not like they don't have the ability. It's not like they don't have the athletes. They they just don't. They're they're not coached well at all. And I I really cannot believe, you know, maybe this is why Phoenix couldn't get it done. You know, we took for granted because of the star power that they had. Maybe this is all on Monty Williams. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why Devin Booker couldn't, couldn't get over the hump, no matter who he had around him. They just had... Superstar caliber players. I mean, DeAndre Ayton took a lot of flack, and things aren't working working out very well for him uh, in Portland either because he's got a bad attitude. Uh, but I mean, you, you think about some of the teams that Phoenix had that made the playoffs in the West. Like they, maybe this is Monty's fault. Maybe that's why. I think it's something worth looking into. He's a nice guy and everything, but dude, eight and forty eight is miserable. They've now lost five in a row. Uh, and you know what, to be honest with you, I, I saw somebody tweeting out uh, over the weekend about their, uh, what would be a legitimate win total for this team. You know, 8-48, and 40, played 56 games. Can they get to 11.5 wins? Can they win three more games? I mean, they got the Bulls coming up at home. Uh, that should be, that, that's at the end of the year. That should be a winnable game. Uh, you got the Bulls on the road. You got the Knicks tonight. That's going to be tough. Followed up by Chicago tomorrow. Cleveland at home, that's brutal. Road trip down to Florida to play the Magic in the Heat. Nets, Mavs, nope, nope. Hornets, maybe. So Bulls and Hornets, that gets us to 10 wins. Raptors, maybe. Two in a row against the Heat at home, that's not going to work. Celtics, Pacers, Celtics, Pelicans, that's a disaster. At New York, at Minnesota. Washington put a question mark on that. There's three wins ish, maybe. Like, yeah, they might have, they might hit, uh, maybe. I don't know because we say that and we can look at the schedule and you can play the schedule game all you want. But at the end of the day, like, they're going to have to win a game at some point. They're going to have to play well enough to beat another NBA team. Could they win five more games? Could they please not be single digit wins? I mean, who would have thought at this point that Michigan basketball and the Pistons would have the same amount of wins? That's how bad it's been in both in both respects. Both teams have eight wins. That's just terrible. Just terrible. And I look at that Magic game, and I'm looking at some of our fundamental misses on the defensive end, and that's just all coaching. That's all that is. That's all that is.
these guys, I mean, it should be second nature. You should know where to be, what to be doing, how to, uh, how to handle all of this, what your responsibilities are. You know, you should have, you should be very familiar with the other team. I know that Giannis said that he doesn't watch uh, a lot of games. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. Giannis basically made it sound like he shows up to the arena and he's like, oh, that's fun. We're, we get to play so-and-so. Like, I don't know if I believe that. I think that's a little fishy. Von Carroll is an all-star because he's a star. Kate is not. Kate is a good role player. Top picks make their team better. Uh, Kate definitely makes those around him better. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how you how you'd argue that. Um, but no, no. To be honest with you, that that's. Uh, I don't. I don't agree with any of that. Von Carroll is an all-star because his team has more wins. That's why. That's literally why. If the records were switched, Cade Cunningham would have been an all-star based upon their statistics. Like, that, that's what it is. And if you don't believe me, player A, 22.7 points per game, 6.8 rebounds, 4.7 assists, 49% effective field goal percentage, one steal, half a block, three turnovers a game. Player B, 22.2 points. 4.2 rebounds, 7.4 assists, higher shooting percentage from the field at 50.2, less in steals, .2 less in blocks, and 3.5 turnovers. Like, player A is Paula Boncaro. Player B is Kate Cunningham. Like, that's why. They're, they're separated by .5 points a game. That's the difference. I like Boncaro a lot. And the other, the other glaringly obvious fact is that Cade can't get to the free throw line. No matter what he does, nobody calls a foul. Uh, now, Boncaro's the better athlete. I will 100%, there's no disagreement there. But I, I, I think Cade makes everybody around him better. I think a lot of people, a lot of people get opportunities because what Cade Cunningham uh, does out there on a nightly basis. And I'm not a Cade stand by any stretch of imagination. I'm not here just to defend Cade. I just think that's a that's a, an egregious take right there. Egregious. So we'll step aside when we return. Purdue turns Michigan into Mackey. The Red Wings over the weekend, sensational. MSU gets beat at the buzzer. All that and more here on Exxon Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions, and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break, vacations, and even the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. That is theurbanu.com. The prepping season is underway, and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip, that spring break, or the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The Food District is now open. 
There's something for everyone. From Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. Good morning, everyone. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. How are you? How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a good morning. Wake up to a brand new day. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. I just saw via Metro Detroit News that uh, somebody went dine and dash at Angelo's Chop House this weekend. I ran out on the bill. I mean, broke out like a track star, just took off running. How, how did that happen again? Jeez Louise, gotta get that fixed. Oh my goodness. Welcome back here. Hour number two X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21000. Meyer Super Center guest line 866 838 4843. 866 838 4843. That's 866 838 huge. You can hit us up on Twitter at XP Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well. On BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Do not mind the camera angle tilt. Readjust here. Coming up at the break. MichiganSportsNetwork.com is the website. XBMornings.gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us all individually on Twitter. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore Key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. You know, Ben, I didn't even ask. How was your weekend? It was good. Uh, kind of relaxing. Uh, went out to lunch on Saturday and sat down in the first, uh, it was into the second period of the Red Wings game. And it was already four nothing. I was like, Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. They got started early yeah. on Saturday against the, uh, the St. Louis blues. We'll get into uh, both of those games, the Saturday game against St. Louis and the road trip last night to Chicago, the ceremonies. How cool was it? Great move on Bally sports Detroit's part. You know, they were going to honor 
Obviously, Chris Chelios getting the jersey retirement, uh, so they did that. But then also they wanted to honor Patrick Kane, so they did that with a video tribute at the first TV timeout. And Bally stayed with uh, stayed with the coverage, so they did a split screen. One uh, one camera had uh, the actual presentation from the video board on it with the live audio, and then the other um, portion of the picture had Patrick Kane live as he was you know seeing this. I, I thought it was a masterful job and really really well done there by Bally you just eat that commercial break and figure it out later because uh, that's important right you know Shaq's jersey retirement they did at the I'm trying to figure out did they they did it before they do it before it or at they did it after the Orlando game I think and then they had a, a second game coming up on the broadcast so they did the jersey retirement stuff over on NBA uh NBA TV and then Shaq and Charles and Kenny and you know Ernie they were debating it and I I think that for something like that, you got to stay with the coverage. Stay with the coverage. I mean, we don't. We're, nobody's dying to see the first quarter of a game, but that's kind of a, you know, that's a once in a lifetime moment. They should have just stayed uh, with Shaq and said, "The hell with the programming. We'll just stay here with Shaq and then wait till this is done and then then take you live." I think more people would have been interested in that. I don't even remember what the second game was uh, at that point, but you know, neither here uh, nor there. Great move by uh, by Valley Sports Detroit to stick with it uh, through the. Uh, through the break, man, because that was that was really cool. And then, of course, Patrick Kane with the game winner last night in overtime. That was uh, I mean, storybook stuff, storybook ending uh, to that game right there. All right, what else is going on in the sports world? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. So I've been trying to, you know, push for, you know, extending some of these guys earlier. You know, get the extensions done earlier so it costs less as the salary cap goes up. And some of you might have been thinking, well, why does he keep saying that? Well, this came out on Friday. The NFL salary cap is going to rise $30.6 million to a record $255.4 million per team. That's an insane, insane number right there. Crazy to me. And you know what? Good for them. But this is exactly why I keep talking about it. Like, we know that the cap is going to go up, so get your deals done now. And although it might look crazy now, it's not going to look that crazy, you know, midway through these guys' contracts. Uh, the Orlando Magic beat the Detroit Pistons. Pistons' fifth consecutive loss. 112-109 was your final score there. Cade Cunningham led all Pistons scores and had a game-high uh, 26 in the ball game. Uh, Asar Thompson with eight. Jaden Ivey with eight. Asar was four for four from the field. Jaden was three of 14 from the field, including two of six of three, uh, and they lost the game. The Miami Heat and uh, the New Orleans Pelicans got into a little bit of a kerfluffle. The NBA has suspended five players for their role uh, in the melee. The Warriors have given Steve Kerr a record two-year, $35 million extension to continue to be the coach of Golden State, so congratulations uh, to him. San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich makes more annually, sources said, but he holds a dual title of president and coach. Eric Spolster signed an eight-year extension, pays him about $15 million per season. So pretty good. That's $17.5 million per year through the 25-26 uh, campaign. The Detroit Red Wings picked up their fifth consecutive win. With a 3-2 win yesterday over the Blackhawks in overtime, a 6-1 winner on Saturday against the St. Louis Blues. More on both of those games in a wild weekend uh, coming up at 7.35 this morning. The New York Rangers have tied their franchise record with 10 consecutive victories. They beat the Flyers 2-1 on Saturday. 
Igor Shosturkin made 39 saves for this Rangers team who could set a club mark for consecutive wins uh, as of yesterday against Columbus. Rangers leading the Metropolitan Division haven't lost since January 26th until last night when they fell 4-2 to to the Blue Jackets. So they won't set the franchise mark, but they tied the record. So good for them. The Maple Leafs forward Tyler Bertuzzi netted a hat trick on his 29th birthday to beat the Avalanche 4 to 3 on Saturday. Good for him. A happy trails. Glad it's working out for him. Eric Bieniemy is set to be a UCLA's offensive coordinator, so the former Washington Commanders OC is finalizing a two-year deal to join UCLA's staff. Pretty interesting there for Eric Bieniemy. Remember, he was one of the hottest names and coaches, and it's like, how does this coordinator not get a look to be a head coach? Why is he getting hired? Oh my God. And he had to go do his own thing in Washington. We know how that worked out. Uh, Duke's Kyle Filipowski was injured by a fan from Wake Forest as they stormed the court. He stepped on somebody's uh, foot, I guess, and rolled his ankle. The Demon Deacons beat the Blue Devils 83-79. to Flip said, afterwards, this has got to change. His head coach was very outspoken about the court storming. Look, man, I get it. It's a, it's a new age. I don't think that you do it in regular conference. I don't know, man. It's it's just very, very tough. You want to be able to get your guys off the floor before something like that happens. Boom. Guess what? It happened. Shohei Otani will likely make his L.A. Dodgers debut uh, tomorrow. So there's some news coming out of uh, spring training for you. Cody Bellinger in the, club, in the Cubs agreed on a three-year $80 million deal. So that's a pretty nice payday uh, for Cody Bellinger. And by the way, the Detroit Tigers began their spring training run. So they are... Up and running after losing 22 to 10 to the New York Yankees. They tied the Tampa Bay Rays 9 to 9. They're back in action uh, today at 105 against the Houston Astros. 22 to 10. What a score that is. Exhibition or not, that is wild. Uh, he injured himself by trying to push a fan that was storming the court. Get this soft bleep Duke player off the court. No, that's not why he injured himself. He injured himself because the fan shouldn't be on the court to begin with. Period. If the fan's out on the court, none of that happens. He's trying to get off the floor. People are rushing on. How do you sprain your ankle by trying to push somebody? That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Get the court storm out of the game. Get it out. It's not worth it. It happens. If football is even worse, people rushing the field in football, that's, that's even worse. Get off the field. I know I sound like the fun police, but in 2024, we can, we can evolve a little bit. We can, we can change some things. I say... Ban it. Put that up on the poll, Ryan. Put it on the poll, Ryan. Should we ban court storming? I think so. I think we should. Uh, just, just especially in regular season. You know, you win your conference tournament game, and some people are there. I don't. I don't even know if I they'll want it there. I would say just in general, uh, just just end it all. There's no reason for it. Especially, it's a conference game. Like, come on. Like Wake Forest. I know you guys don't win very much, but I mean. I don't think you need to storm the court in a regular season game. That's just me. I think it's a dangerous situation for everybody. Kind of is what it is. All right, we'll step aside. When we return, Purdue turns Michigan into Mackey. The Boilermakers fans traveled really well yesterday to Ann Arbor. I was there. We'll talk about it next year. X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years 
in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. And I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 20 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us no matter who you are, where you are. How you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21,000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843. 866-838-4843. All right, let's uh, get into what took place yesterday. In Ann Arbor, I uh, got a lot of a uh, lot of questions yesterday. If this was honestly the case, and the the honest answer is yes, uh, the Purdue Boilermakers turned Chrysler Center into Mackey Arena. It's true; it happened. Um, I would say, if I had to guess, it was probably maybe seventy thirty Purdue fans. Maybe that's a little high. I'm just guessing um, based on the audible level. Uh, an area that was once uh, the maze rage in the corner by the tunnel was all black and gold. Uh, there was black all throughout the stands, gold all throughout the stands. They were loud. Uh, Purdue took the court, and they were they were rooting for them like our team came out. You know, it was um, you know in the in the very opening introduction of you know welcome and this is the hundred eighth season and. This is Chrysler Center, and you know today's game is the Purdue Boilermakers, and typically everybody boos audibly. Uh, there was a very, very loud cheer, very loud cheer, and it was like, okay, all right, this is uh, this is a little, this is a little different here. This is a little, you know, and and look, Michigan played about as well as they could have played, even though they still lost their fifth consecutive loss. Uh, they. They just don't have it 
I mean, there's, there's not a, there's not really a whole lot I can say here um, that's going to shock anybody that's been any different for the rest of it. Outside of the fact that, look, I mean, they got called for a lot of fouls early in this game, and Zach Eadie's the most difficult player to officiate in the league. Uh, I don't know what's, but what's worse is like the SID is a nice guy, but dude, it's a it, like we're courtside, like you're at the scores table. There's no open cheering. There's no barking at refs. There, you can't do that. Every single year, it happens. Every year. Like, I don't know. Like, I get that you're invested in your team. I'm invested in my team. But I'm not sitting there yelling at the ref while they're running by. I'm not saying anything to the players as they're walking by. I'm not complaining about calls. Oh, that's obvious. Like, no, it's not obvious. What's obvious is your guy traveled. And I was talking to my boss. I was like, yeah, it's a travel. And then I guess he heard me because he's like, no, it wasn't. I'm like, it's obviously a travel. Like, I mean, it, I, I'm like, it's going viral on Twitter right now. Like, what do you mean? It's not. They, he's obviously shuffling his feet. But there's no reason to, like, there's no, first off, there's no reason to do that at the scores table. And if I'm talking to my boss, there's no reason for you to interject. There's, there's number one. Number two is, this is not a, if you want to be a fan, you want to cheer, you can buy a ticket. And find somebody that can handle the job the right way. All right. Cause that's, that's ridiculous. I, I mean, it's, you can ask, ask any table in the, in the, in the entire conference, they would all say the same thing. Like, you don't, there's no cheering. It's like cheering in the press box. You can't do that either. Right. You're not supposed to. It literally, there's literally signs that say no cheering. This is a working press box. Like, don't be a fan. If you're a fan, go buy a ticket. They'll let you take a notepad in the in the in the stadium. But don't use your credential to be a season ticket holder. That's ridiculous. All right. Secondly, uh Zach Eady, he's a problem. The Purdue Boilermakers out rebounded Michigan 41 to 28, 17 to 9 on the offensive glass. And it wasn't, I mean, look, we were we were getting out rebounded left and right early in the game. It was like 22 to Six, I think, in total rebounds or something crazy like that. Uh, Michigan took better care of the ball. Only eight turnovers in the game. Or, pardon me, only ten turnovers in the game for Michigan. Eight for Purdue. Uh, so that was good. They they shot it okay uh, from three. We just don't have enough three-point shooting. We just don't. Uh, Doug was trying his best. We had no way. I mean, we had 22 fouls in the game. Terrace Reed fouled out. Will Cheddar fouled out. Trey Jackson had four. Like it was, it was just a, it was just a, a mess because how do you guard him? Because you're trying to be physical, you're trying to contest the catches, you're trying to do everything you can. And Zach Eady was just, he's going to catch it in the paint, he's going to turn, and he is going to dunk it. And there's not a whole lot you can do. Uh, Zach Eady, over the course of his time, he's got 15 career 30 point games. That's the most by any Big Ten player in 25 seasons. He is that dude, and. The crazy part about him is he's starting to get a little more attitude. Like it's it's pretty like watching his watching his growth. Like before he was just a big guy and it's almost like he felt bad for being so big. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not that guy. Nope. He is uh he's staring people down. He's talking smack. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, one of my buddies was at the game with his wife and his son and his son's friend and uh Donnie Bazinski from Larson's there in Monroe. His son, Benny, was all juiced up. I said, look, we're going to need a lot out of Benny tonight. I don't know what he thought about bringing, but whatever he's thinking about bringing, he needs to bring more. 
And he, Donnie was shocked that Purdue travels. I said, well, first off, Purdue travels really well because you can't get a ticket in Mackey. You cannot get a ticket to see that team at home. So if you want to see them, you got to go on the road. So there, there's number one. You got a fan base that is just dying to be able to get into a building to watch their team play. That's number one. Number two. This is also very, very important. Number two here. We aren't very good. I mean, Michigan is historically bad this year. Historically bad. And to be honest with you, when when you have a team that is historically bad and a team that's taking a team that's really good, that's not that far away, West Lafayette is not that far away, you're gonna have a you're gonna have an issue here. And that's what we had. We had an issue. We had a we had a, a an arena that was filled with more of the opposition's fans. The last time Michigan basketball won just 10 games in a season, right? Only 10 wins in a single year was John Beeline's first year. You could turn back the clock a little bit. John Beeline's first year, they were 10 and 22. Prior to that, under Brian Ellerby and Tommy Amaker, Tommy Amaker's first year, they were 11 18. Ellerby's last year, they were 10 and 18. Then you got that was 2000 to 2002, back to back years, 10 and 11 wins. Okay. When's the last time Michigan won single digits in a season? Single digit wins. 1981, 1982. They were 7 and 20. 7 and 20. 42 years ago. Crazy to think that that was 42 years ago, but it was. And the thing about it is, is like for most of these coaches, like Beeline, 10 and 22 his first year, 21 and 14 his second, 15 and 17 his third, and then 21, 24, 31, 28. They were 16 and 16. Then they were 23, 26, 33, 30, like they were dominant. I got there in for hoops, I think in 15, 16. When I got there for basketball, Michigan's men basketball did not lose a home game, I think, in like two. Like it was a crazy run they went on at home. They did not lose at home. The team was 30 and 7. Juwan takes over. They go 19 and 12. Then they go 23 and 5. Then 19 and 15, 18 and 16, and now 8 and 20. I don't know, man. I just don't know. Tommy Amaker's last two years at Michigan, 05, 06, and 06, and 07, they won 22 games each year. And the program went a different direction, hiring John Beeline. So we're looking at the worst season, the worst season in 42 years. Wow. That's crazy. Last time they won eight games in a year, 1966, 1967. That's the that's the the history that we are approaching here for Michigan basketball. Oh, and by the way, it's not going to get any easier. You're eight and twenty. You've got three games remaining, two on the road, Rutgers and Ohio State before coming back home to Nebraska. We'll step aside. Back with more X's and Bros after this Michigan Sports Network. 
Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you join the program at any time. Text the keyword Sports Radio. Send that to 21,000 Sports Radio 21000. All right, let's get into the weekend uh, that was. The Detroit Red Wings uh, with two games back-to-back. A lot of action, a lot of activity for our Detroit Red Wings, who are finally uh, finally there, right? And it's taken a lot of time, as I mentioned uh, earlier on in the show. Like, this is a product of the great Steve Eiserman, who came into a program after Ken Holland did what he did. He tried the best that he could, and he carried us for a long time. And as Ken Holland was moving on and Stevie Y was brought in, this was going to be a very, very tall task. We had a lot of uh, older players, a lot of bad contracts out there. They had to clear up a lot here. And it wasn't just a, you know, walk in, do whatever you want, and you're going to have a, have a winner right away. And that's part of the, that was part of the issue, is that people thought that, you know, because Steve Eiserman stepped foot in the building, you know, everything was going to change. And some things did change, right? Some things did change, but at the end of the day, like you got to be able to uh, give the process. You have to trust the process and give it a little bit of time. And the, before the the Red Wings social team could even get the video out of Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson getting the party started at Little Caesars Arena, they had already scored, and they scored with Patrick Kane, Michael Rasmussen, Robbie Fabry. It's three to nothing, and my favorite part about it was is that they said, highlights coming soon. 
we're going as fast as we can. Like that was it was great. Um, it 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 truly, truly was. Goal number one. Maybe we'll have some volume. Maybe we won't have some volume. And if we don't have some volume, that's okay. It could have been a video uh, without any of it. Uh, but the passing was outrageous, right? Guys are finding each other. Uh, they're doing a great job of being able to. Uh, I think the familiarity makes a makes a huge huge difference. Where guys are one enjoying playing with each other, uh, two they are uh, comfortable with one another, and they their their timing that they've developed across the ice has been sensational. And so when I look at the, you know, I look at the way that this team is operating right now, I'm seeing a club that is playing extremely well, playing extremely hard, uh, playing for one another, like all those different things that make a difference, right? All these things that make a difference, the Red Wings have found a way to do it. And for whatever reason, I don't know exactly why. Uh, that's what happens when you go on the road. When you go on the road, sometimes things uh, you, you come back and things just don't work. I don't know why uh, the highlight won't play, but that's all I want to do is play the bloody highlight. And uh, for whatever reason, it's not uh, it's not working. And I don't know why. It should. I don't see any problem why it, why it wouldn't work. Uh, but you know what? Hey, so we'll go without highlights. I had a whole big plan here, and apparently now this thing doesn't want to cooperate. So just kind of uh, just kind of is what it is. Uh, in the St. Louis game. You played Thursday night, you turn around, you play Saturday. Right? That can be that can be a little bit difficult, but good news for you. Both games are at home. That's awesome. We like that. That helps that helps things out a lot. 33 seconds in Patrick Kane from Shane Gostisbehere and Alex Debrinkit. Patrick Kane's 11th goal. Gostisbehere's 28th assist, Debrinkit's 29th. It's one nothing Detroit. That was 33 seconds in. Four minutes and 21 seconds in, Michael Rasmussen from Lucas Raymond. Rasmussen getting his 12th goal of the year. Raymond is 31st assist. Petrie on the second assist, got his 15th. Then Robbie Fabry unassisted, five minutes and 24 seconds in. Holy jumping, it's 3 nothing. We're partying Saturday morning. Then Alex Debrinkit on the power play, picking up his 20th goal of the season from Mo Sider and Daniel Sprong. Sider's 24th assist, Sprong's 21st assist. It's 4 nothing to bring it now with 49 points, and we're just getting rid of the first period. Second period comes in, and you know we give up a goal. It's 4-1, to one, whatever. Uh, JT Comfer adds one to make it 5-1. to one, 16 minutes and 56 seconds into the second period. His 14th of the year. Lucas Raymond's 32nd assist. Michael Rasmussen's 13th assist. And then to bring it one more time, this time from Patrick Kane, his 21st of the year, Kane's 15th assist, makes it 6-1. to one. Debrinkit, two goals and assist. Patrick Kane, a goal and assist. Rasmussen, the same thing. One goal, one assist. Everybody's feeling good. Red Wings take the season series two games to none against the St. Louis Blues. And that was a big game because St. Louis is fighting for their playoff lives. Then you got to go play the Chicago on the road. So it's a road trip, but it's not too far. 6 o'clock Eastern time, 5 o'clock Central. I'm okay with that. You know, it's quick for a three and four. At least you're going to Chicago and you're not, you don't have to fly all the way to like, you know, Calgary or somewhere. Daniel Sprong gets things started in the first period, late in the first period. His 16th of the year from Christian Fisher, his 12th assist, Robbie Fabry's 10th assist. It's one nothing Red Wings yesterday. You're like, okay. And yesterday throughout this process, this is why this is really, really going to bother me. 
uh, if I can't play highlights because I wanted to play the, the Patrick Kane stuff for you. Uh, so I'm going to try to, on the fly here, talk and fix this thing at the same time. So bear with me as I try to get everything squared away here. Um, but for for this team, right, you have a Chris Chelios celebration, which Chelios actually played longer in Detroit than he did in Chicago. Just kind of one of those things I guess you don't necessarily really realize until uh, it actually happens. And sure, you might want to give uh, Ben Johnson some credit or for what he was able to do. But that was in the in the St. Louis game. And with the Detroit 3 nothing lead in the opening 5-24, it was the 10th fastest three goals from the start of a game in franchise history, the quickest since February 9th of 1993. So a historic game there against St. Louis. We're all feeling pretty good. We're all feeling pretty good. And then Chicago comes. Right? And we have the, the pregame honoring of Chris Chelios as they raise that number seven into the rafters. Well-deserved. Uh, Patrick Kane, before the game, talking about how, yeah, Chris Chelios might be the best player in the Blackhawks history. He was also the meanest. Wait a minute now. We got some audio. This is good. This is really good. Look at us. We're Hey, look at us. We're figuring out on the fly. Yeah, I mean, he could be, you know, arguably the, the best uh, American of all time. I mean, uh, he played 1,600 games. I think he won three cups and three Norris maybe. So, uh, you know, just a tremendous career. And, uh um, uh, seemed like his longevity was, uh, you know, his greatest asset, just staying in shape and being able to keep up and be productive at the end of his career too. But he was also mean. I, I you know, I, you know, he might have been. Um, I, I heard someone say the other day he was uh, he was the best player on the Blackhawks, but he was also the meanest on the Blackhawks too. So um, I think it's pretty cool. That was fun hockey to watch back in those days, and just. Um, um, he's been an incredible, uh, just like friend too, friend to me, and uh, a lot of advice. Great ambassador for the game, and um, definitely deserving of the honor. So it'd be nice to celebrate, celebrate him on uh, on Sunday at the, the United Center. That's what Patrick Kane had to share about Chris Chelios, uh, it, you know, going into going into the game itself. And you know, we have chelios getting honored he joins mickey redmond on the broadcast and obviously with the ties there with chelios not only to uh, detroit but also you know obviously in chicago i mean that's it was pretty cool and the fact that it was patrick kane's first game back in chicago that made things a lot of fun as well i don't know if i'm nervous i think i'm just more uh you know just looking forward to everything kind of excited about just the whole night in general um you know i keep thinking like I'm not going to have too much emotion, but I guess you never know once um, those things kind of go down. So um, just kind of looking forward to see seeing how everything unfolds. It was a magical night, to say the least. And what I thought was really cool is they gave the uh, the assistant captain to Patrick Kane on his, on his sweater, just like he was uh, in Chicago. You could tell the guys were excited for him. He got the start with uh, Debrinkit, Larkin, and Kane. What a line that is. Holy jumping in the words of Mickey Redmond, and a, a an absolute celebration for Patrick Kane. Uh, to see him skate around, the welcome back there uh, for Patrick Kane, it was just, it, it was just awesome. Listen to that crowd. Skating around, they put the spotlight on him. They brought the lights up. They kept the spotlight on him. Crowd's still going wild. 
He's just standing around out there. And Valley Sports Detroit played, stayed with it the entire time. Look at it get even louder. He's like, what do I do? Do I skate around? I'm going back. I'm skating back out there. He's going to circle around a little bit, and he's going to head back to the bench. It was just uh, it was just so great for him. And then they just kept going. They weren't going to stop. They said, you know, the hell with that. We're just going to make you feel uncomfortable at this point. It, it good for Patrick Kane. It just a what, what a scene it was, and, and the fans nonstop cheering. Uh, the fact that Bally stayed with it, uh, that, was, that was incredible. That was great. And then, of course, obviously, you know, with Sprong getting things started off the right way for Detroit yesterday. Fabry cuts through the middle. Sick check by Vlasic. Sprong escaped the check. Played it to Fisher. Back for Sprong. Scores! What a play. What a play. Now, I don't know how the hell he even got enough on this thing. I really don't. Because uh, Sprong is falling down when he shoots it. It fires an absolute missile. Just a laser. Yeah, I can't even believe he got enough on this to even make it work. Just tripping and shooting at the same time. And it went in. You're up one nothing, right? And I don't think that we played necessarily you know, very well. Uh, dominated the faceoff circle. That was great. But Chicago was all over us. They were harassing the hell out of us. They were blocking shots. They were hitting. They were back checking. Then they take a 2 nothing lead. Or 2-1 to lead, pardon me, through 40 minutes of play. Right? We're still dominating the faceoff circle. But, I mean, we're, we needed a big third period. And here is DeBrinket's goal that I have watched this probably 15 times and still have no idea how in the world Alex DeBrinket got this in the back of the net. Back for Kane. On the wing for DeBrinket. DeBrinket's got it again. This is why I'm such a fan of throw the puck at the net. Just put it on net. Anything can happen. And DeBrinket scores this thing, which, by the way, the first shot, rebound goes into the corner. And DeBrinket is actually behind the goal line, outside of the trapezoid, and just fires it at the net. Like At that point, you're just trying to hit the goaltender with it. Maybe get a, Maybe get a rebound. Right, maybe get a rebound sort of play there, and it bounces off the goaltender and into the back of the net. That, my friends, is what you call puck luck. And then we get into overtime. We get into OT, and some things are just... I I don't know. Some things are just... like it, It could not have been a better storybook ending to this thing than to have Patrick Kane... In overtime, getting the game-winning goal, like it was, it was incredible. It was incredible, and of course, who else to give it to him but the Brinket? The Chicago crowd didn't even know what to do. They were like, "Do we cheer? Do we not cheer? Like, what are we going to do here? Do we party? Do we not party? Like, how? What exactly? You know, what what do we want to do here?" And Patrick Kane, who scored the game-winning goal in overtime, in his return, on a night that he was honored, like that was, you just, I mean, you just can't script it any better. You really can't. And I'm telling you what, like the final 60 seconds of regulation, that was stressful enough. But what I want to stress here on this call, 
is listen to Ken Daniels and Mickey Redmond. This is how professional broadcasts sound. Save by rebound save. Look out here. Look at this. Wide open. Look at this. Touch center ice. It's Patrick Kane in Chicago. Oh my. oh, my God. Kane with the overtime winner. The Red Wings win it 3-2. to two. The story is complete on Kane's return to Chicago. Absolutely love that. You know Mick's fired up. So he's, oh, look at this. Look at this. Right? Because you could see you could see the play breaking. You could see the play breaking. And you knew it was going to happen. The three-on-three overtime, like you want to take a shot, but you got to be so selective. And the shot comes in. Kane breaks loose. The puck, as we're watching it, is in the right circle on the television angle. So it's to Debrinket's left. And he skates over to it and just gets a backhand on it. Just slaps it. All three Blackhawks players were committed uh, to the offense there. Just great. I mean, Ken Daniels losing his voice there. Mick's excited. But then they let the play breathe. Right? They let the play breathe. And let the sound of the game, the sound of the the arena, the United Center there, they let that kind of tell the story. Which I I mean just professionalism at its finest. Like we need we need you know how they like they have the camera on low and Dan Miller? You know how they do that with Uncle Lomas and they'll show you that they take you behind the scenes. We need the camera on Ken Daniels. Who do I have to text to make this happen? I need Ken Daniels and Mickey Redmond with like their own camera shot so that we can see the reaction for those two. Uh, because, you know, that's, I mean, Ken Daniels is. God, God love him. God love him. Here's Patrick Kane after with Trevor T. Well, John, we all know the great ones have a flair for the dramatic, and so it was with Patrick Kane in his return to the United Center today. And, Patrick, obviously it's a big two points for the team, but I'm just wondering as you're going in on a breakaway in a moment like this, and you know what the day has been built up as, what you're thinking and what those emotions are like. You definitely think of the moment, that's for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I had, had a move in my book in case uh, I got to a breakaway tonight and stuck with it, and it was nice to see it work out. Just snipe top corner, that simple? Yeah, I just want to slow down, maybe get the goalie to uh, move back a little bit, and then, um, you know, try to just fold it in the top corner there. You picked up an assist on uh, Alex Dabrinkit's goal as well, and that was a big goal, the way that it went in. Obviously, it got you guys to overtime. How important was that goal at that point in time, and what did you see on that play? Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously a, a huge goal for us there. I mean, we... Didn't play our greatest tonight. I think there's a lot going on, going on, a lot of emotion. Sometimes it's tough to focus on those games, but found a way, man. It's just something about this group. We just find a way. But um, really smart heads-up play by him to uh, to shoot it off the back of the goalie. And, and I think we got a lot of confidence off that play. It was awesome. By the way, swag surfing in the dressing room. I, I don't know when, like, so I'm, I'm in college when that song comes out. Right? I'm in college you know, road trips to the Dirty Martini in Toledo. You know, it's a, uh, it's, I think it comes, when does swag surfing come out? 2007? You know, so, oh, I, okay, you know, and then, uh, of course, it's been adopted by uh, football programs, and I know LSU does a lot with it, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, more and more people are using it because they see the energy, like, I don't know where people have been the last decade that all of a sudden swag surfing is back. <laughs> but, you know, Decade plus. I mean, hell, 07, it's 2024 right now. Uh, we saw the uh, 
the Chiefs and Taylor Swift. I don't know if I would exactly call that swag surfing. I, I saw some great commentary on the internet uh, about that, but like, look, it's and, and that's what's playing in the Red Wings locker room. Like, I love it. I, you could feel the juice, the mojo is flowing. Like this team, this club right now, like they are, they are firing on all cylinders, and that's a game where. You know, you look at it on the outside, and it's like, you got to win this one. They come out, they don't play very well. Three games in four days. This one's on the road. Lots of point two, a lot of emotion. They still got the dub. We'll step aside, hour three next. Texas and Bros. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions, and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break, vacations, and even the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. That is theurbanu.com. The prepping season is underway, and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip, that spring break, or the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the sharp-dressed simple man tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Bay. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan! Walker! Walker! Touchdown! Smart! Goff 
got it. Back, looks, throws, ends up. Yes! Touchdown to Troy Myers! They did it! Armand Ross, they brought him the receiving end! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that falls out of here! A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera! He's got two goals! Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. <laughs> Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. X's and bros on the Michigan Sports Network. So great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the IR Radio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You text the keyword Sports Radio. Send that to 21000 Sports Radio to 21000. Our Myers Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a dot com to that. Find our website xbmornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox and you can find us all individually on twitter ryan elke is at ryan l underscore key ben glaze at the ben glaze and i'm anthony bellino at ac bellino a couple of a uh, couple of messages here one of which is from twitter i'm still in shock terry says i also can't get the smile off of my face what a game yesterday what a weekend anthony you're right about the team playing for each other uh there the the chemistry is real the chemistry is real, and they're, they're talking about it now more openly about uh, the guys in the room, right in that locker room, dressing room, as we like to say in the, in the world of puck. You know, it's always the dressing room. And you can tell they're, they're enjoying playing for each other. They're enjoying playing with each other. A belief. And they got some guys that have done it. Like, that's the other thing. You know, you, you can't run out there with a whole bunch of guys that have never experienced anything. Eventually, you're going to need some veteran leadership in the room. Like, that just is the, uh, you know, that's, that's the way. You know that you that you win, and the veteran guys carry along the young guys and show them the way. And this is the most exciting I think that we can we can be. It's the best team we've had since Hank and Pavel were running around out there. Duran is too cute. Howard take over a game, be a star. People look at stats and cheap minutes. Duran gets his stats because of his size and athleticism. Now it's time to figure out being a star player who takes over games and makes teams and players around you. Better a leader. This team lacks a leader anywhere. Uh, I think in terms of the Pistons, yeah, they don't. They well, they're all twenty year olds. So you know they're they're looking at Cade to be that leader. Like that's what they that's what they want uh, from him. Uh, I the during his cute thing. Uh, I don't know. I guess he's good looking. I'm not really sure. Not really my cup of tea. Patrick Kane has pushed up Eiserman's rebuild three years. Fun to see. Um. I, I disagree with that. I disagree. I mean, the, the Detroit Red Wings have more players with 10 or more goals than any team in the league. And, and that isn't just because of Patrick Kane, right? Uh, taking a shot on Patrick Kane, you know, coming out saying, no, we expect him to get back to where he was at two years ago. Hip resurfacing surgery. I still don't even understand what it is, but apparently it's a death wish uh, for, for a professional athlete. He comes back. You know, they, they ease him ease him back into this. You know, he missed some time with the lower body injury that wasn't related to that, thank God. Uh, but, you know, you had to make a trade for Alex Dabrinkit. You had to say goodbye to some guys, uh, the Bertuzzi's, the Manthas, 
antideceus like you you had to um, lose in the lottery, but to, to be able to win, get guys like Mo Sider, Lucas Raymond. Then you had to go out there and you had to make acquisitions. Um, you know th- this team, the Detroit Red Wings, as a team. I know you know we're we're foaming at the mouth over Patrick Kane, and rightfully so. Yesterday was his day. It was awesome. I'm not taking anything away from that. That was sensational, sensational. Like storybook ending to the game couldn't have been better. Uh, your team leader in points is Alex DeBrinket. Your team leader in goals is Dylan Larkin. And Larkin's one point behind DeBrinket right now. Larkin, 25 goals. DeBrinket, 22. Lucas Raymond, 16. Daniel Sprong, 16. JT Comfer, 14. Robbie Fabry, 14. Patrick Kane, David Perron, Michael Rasmussen, Raz, Big Raz, who just signed a four-year deal. All with 12. Jake Wallman with 11. Kopp and Valeno. Each with 10. Took Joe Valeno some time. Took him some time. Shane Gossespierre in Mo Sider each have seven goals apiece right now. Three more goals for each. And that is a crazy amount of guys with 10 or more goals. And so it's not all Patrick Kane. It's not. And I don't, I'm not taking away, but I, I see the, I'm, it's, this is a response to that comment there. It's not the one guy changed the entire outlook of the team. Like they're getting production everywhere. Most notably, Production out of guys who we didn't even think, you know, we we had it penciled in wrong. Most notably, Alex Lyon and James Reimer. We thought it was going to be Billy Husso. We thought it was going to be Big Hoose. Thought it was going to be Billy. And, you know, Billy gets hurt and his, his, his goals against is 355 right now. Alex Lyon, 17-8-2 with a 268 goals against and a 916 save percentage? Are you kidding me? Like, it's awesome. That's sensational. And we didn't expect that out of him. We thought Uzo was going to be the number one. And James Reimer coming and getting some spot work, uh, doing a good job yesterday. So, the you know, surprising goaltending. You know, they got over that, that strange little kind of bump in the road that they had earlier in the year. And yesterday was not their best game. That was not their best game at all. Like they, uh, they, they did not play very well yesterday. And they still found a way to win. And that's what's important. Because we see Chicago on the, on the schedule. You see that right there. And you think to yourself, okay, like, you know, you got to gotta get away with these. Get a point here. Or get two points. You should win this game. And sure, on paper, you should win this game. Third game in four days. Chelios jersey retirement. Patrick Kane being honored. A lot of emotions. A lot of stuff going on. Some of that other stuff can make it difficult. And the Wings, 32-20-6. My God. What a year they're having. And thank the heavens that they're they're at least playing well. Because we'd be down real bad right now if they weren't playing as well as they have been playing. And for Patrick Kane to get that overtime winner, I just you know I just disagree that it's all one guy. Uh, Red Wings also lead the league with seventy five goals, probably seventy eight after this weekend by players not on the roster uh, this year. That is correct. I saw that stat floating around out there that they had seventy five goals by players that weren't on the roster as of last season. That's Steve Eiserman, folks. That's him going out there, being able to wheel and deal. Identifying talent, identifying players that he wants to add, 
And we're, we're, we're picking up a little bit on this as well with the, you know, good culture in the locker room. Right. And then, and then you think about what, what this kind of, uh, what this streak, what this is going to look like moving forward here. Like, what is this, this season here? We are back. Like, we're back. Just so everybody knows, in case you were wondering, the Detroit Red Wings are officially back. We're here. We've got, I'm here, uh, Patrick Kane, Kermit the, Kermit the Frog voice. Patrick Kane, Patrick Mahomes, I mean. I'm here. Uh, we have this team now that is in a legitimate hunt for the playoffs, that's playing really well. They're playing well together. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, nobody cares who gets the credit as long as, you know, as long as the team is accomplishing their goals. That's a very dangerous attitude to have in pro sports. Oh, you get that attitude right there. Very Detroit Lions-esque. They talked about it. They got to see it live and in living color. What it looks like to have the playoffs here in this city for these franchises. People are going to go nuts. The Detroit Red Wings are back. Looking to make it six straight tomorrow night against the Washington Capitals. We'll step aside. Back with more X's and Bros after this. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's promo code HUGE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Pistons losing streak extended to five games after falling to Orlando on Saturday night, 112-109. Paolo Boncaro was fouled shooting a mid-range jumper from the short corner and converted on the free throw to make it a three-point victory. The Michigan alums, Mo and his brother Franz Wagner, combined for 28 points, 12 rebounds, and 4 assists. Now what's interesting, however, is the play of Cade Cunningham, who had another stellar night, and he's gone for 56 points in 61 minutes over the last two games and has not shot a single free throw in that time. If that sounds suspicious, well, it is. In fact, on Saturday, Jalen Duran was the only starter who logged an attempt from the line. The Pistons are back in action tonight in the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden, to take on the New York Knicks at 7.30 on Bally Sports Detroit. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. The Freddie the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and the Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Great to be with you, and uh, we've talked about you know, the Red Wings, we talked about the Pistons. We're going to get back into the Wings. Uh, we'll be done with the Pistons for the day. We talked about 
The Purdue Boilermakers turning Chrysler Center into Mackey, but we haven't yet got to this yet here today. Having a hard time getting it to anybody. Got it to Thornton. Bruce Thornton ahead. Potter at the buzzer. Got it! The 17-game losing streak on the road comes to an end. Oh, my goodness. At the buzzer, a shock to Breslin Center yesterday. The Ohio State Buckeyes at the horn. And, of course, we got to go replay everything to suck the life out of it. Because why wouldn't we? Oh, oh my goodness. A stunned Spartan group is Ryan on the horn right now. I'll have to check. Uh, we have we have Freddie. Let me check. See if uh, this other color is Ryan. It might. Be. Oh yeah, we yeah. got it. We got to get right because okay. here's the deal. Michigan basketball was not supposed to be good this year, right? But they've they've been from. We're not supposed to be very good this year. I thought maybe they surprised the people. Uh, they surprised everybody, but not in the positive light. In the negative, right? And they they were supposed to be bad. Boy, they turned out off. Michigan State football was supposed to be bad, and they they were terrible. Michigan football, this is a Scott Bell tweet, by the way, had national title hopes and won the natty. Michigan State hoops had national title hopes, came in as number four in the country preseason, has the 120th best record in the nation, and lost to the Diebler Elves yesterday. Oh, my God. Ryan. Ryan. Did Why you, you got to bring Michigan you hung football up. into this? You hung up, didn't you? Why did no, I didn't hang up. I'm here. I'm here. Why do you got to bring Michigan football into this? Why do you got to bring Scott Bell into this? I'm already having a bad weekend. I'm already having a bad basketball season. And then you got to pour salt in the wound while your team is looking like the Junior Pistons in Ann Arbor. Except Hey-o. the Pistons actually get their own fans showing up, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the only, you know, at least we have the wings, and, though. And your coach was going out to slap another person yesterday. Before That's the thing. Mr. He ran out of the floor. He wasn't even like, I watched it happen, and I didn't think anything of it. Then Doug pushing him back made it look ten times yeah, worse. Doug, look at that. Progress. Doug did his homework. He watched film. He knows if Juwan steps on the court, he's hitting people. And Doug told him that. <laughs> We're seeing progress in Anna for the first time this season. Doug did his homework, he said. Wow. Low blow. Well done. Well you done. You started the low blows, all right? <laughs> At the buzzer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry things have gone this way. Because I know if you don't laugh, you cry, right? There's, there's a really no in-between about it, man. What on God's green earth? What has gotten into the Diebler boys? I mean, all of a sudden, it's like, wow, Chris Holman looks real bad. I mean, you let Tom Izzo just play Marty Sissoko the final nine minutes. That's what, what Diebler can do. Like, hey, help me get a head coaching job here. If you can just bench Xavier Booker for the final, like, ten minutes and have your offense just not score points, that would that'd be really great. If you have Marty Sissoko, you know, turn the ball over with a minute left and then commit a foul to where, you know, we can reset the shot clock and you guys can – Hold for the final bucket. That'd be great. And now, no offense, but it ain't getting any easier. Coming up on the second is your next game. So you get a little, you get a little breather, a little reprieve here because Big Ten scheduling is stupid. 
You guys will play an 8 o'clock game on Big Fox on the road at Mackey. Those people are going to be... You thought you had big people. At least you have multi, You have some depth that you could use some fouls with. I mean, I I had no idea Jace Howard was going to go out there and actually fill it up, man. I didn't have Jace Howard three ball on my bingo card. Like, good luck against Purdue. Holy jumping. I mean, yeah, that'll be a nice 40-point loss in Mackey. So with two- Edie for I think Edie will get a 80 points I think Saturday night. <laughs> He's going to Monty Will Chamberlain. Stoko will be flopping around being like, yeah, I've been a scholarship player for four years. By the way, I can't catch a pass or hold on to a rebound. And two, I'm, I'm going to play 20 minutes. Two out of the three games remaining on the schedule are on the road. You go to Mackey. You end the season on the road in Bloomington. Mike Woodson's Hoosiers. Don't ask Dan Dockage about him. But then you get Boo Booey in Northwestern in between for senior night on uh, yeah, on Boo what, Booey, the sixth? 50 piece on senior night. A.J. Hogar will put an astounding 6-4-5 and five on his senior night while pumping up the crowd down 10 with two minutes to go. <laughs> Yo, are you guys on the bubble? Probably, yeah. I mean, you you lose two home games to Iowa and Ohio State, two teams you should be winning by double digits by because you have a senior-led team where the seniors don't care and a head coach that just has been so stubborn this year that he wants to start his seniors. Well, you know, I don't really know. At, at 17 and 11, you guys are getting into the tournament. Unless, unless you guys completely fall apart here, um, which I guess is 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 possible, I suppose. Uh, but you know, you're playing for that four seed, you know, trying to get through in the Big Ten tournament, and now, you know, after the 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 back to back losses here, it's pardon my stutter here, find yourself in the sixth spot in the Big Ten standings. You know, two losses in a row, three and three over the last six, with a trip to Purdue upcoming. Hey, maybe you could shock the world and beat them. Because if you beat Purdue on the road, that should punch the ticket right there. That's the way you got to look yeah, at it. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at just as a gen, like a college basketball thing. Like it's been a really weird year for college basketball. Like nobody can seem to win on the road, no matter what team you are. Like you look at in Connecticut and Purdue are your top teams. Houston's up there as well, but Houston's just so god awful boring to watch. Um, but other than that, like, are there any teams outside of three? Do you trust to really make a run in the tournament? And those teams could honestly lose on any given night as well. I saw the bracketology. I don't think it's been updated yet this morning. Um, but going into yesterday, Michigan State was a seven seed matched up with Virginia with Tennessee and Quinnipiac. Uh, in their portion of the bracket with the Duke Blue Devils, you can never shake Duke. Duke in there right now is a three seed in the same side of the of the bracket in the in the South region. Uh, so there, there you have it. They're not going to miss out on an opportunity for Duke, Michigan State, are they? Uh, but that was going into it, so I don't know uh, where they're going to, you know, where Michigan State falls to uh, at this point. You know, looking at this, you know, maybe maybe a little bit later on today, but you know, a seven seed's a good spot. You know, maybe they. Maybe they bounce around into the 10 range. Uh, my guy Dave Briggs of the Tlittle Blade, by the way, wrote another, another great piece 
about NCAA expansion, and I would highly recommend it. It's a free article. You could just uh, click the link. I'll retweet it right now uh, so that you can read it. But it, it hits the... It hits the nail right on the head as far as you know what is you know what what we're really looking at here uh, for you know this this team and for all teams moving forward in the NCAA tournament. Like that's that, that's beautiful. Just as of right now, too. Just our, our video stream is uh, is on pause for months. Looks like my internet went out. So oh, well, it looks like okay. it's coming back now. There you go. So, That's okay. It, you know, hey, look, we got a case of the Mondays. I had a tripod issue earlier. Like, yeah. I'm just happy. You know, you go on the road, you start messing say, with stuff, I'm, and that's uh, what happens. AT and T customer here, so you know, big outage. Oh, and, man. You know, I just get an apology text at five thirty in the morning from AT and T, going, "Oops, sorry. Here's five dollars off your next bill for having issues." You know, the last four days. Hey, was it a four day stretch that you guys were all screwed up? It was definitely Thursday, like all outed or, you know, couldn't make a phone call. And then it, the Internet's been dipping in and out probably the last sporadically over the whole weekend. Yep. Here we go. It's the start of it. Remember the brownout. We'll step aside back with more X's and bros after this Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare, and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 Money Pass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Miss any of today's show? Find our podcast and listen on demand on Google, Apple, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino, here on the Michigan Sports Network. Keep it going, Ben! Missed some time with an upper body injury. Lead pass, the guard in! Mr. Reimer, are you serious? Oh, Dick Vidal would be going crazy right now. He'd be going nuts. Super scintillating sensational, baby. James Reimer, 
What a save. Welcome back, your exes and bros, Michigan Sports Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, swag surfing this morning on a Monday. Even the Red Wings are playing it. It's a throwback to 2007. Is Freddie the Pizza Man on the line? Yeah, he is. Freddie the Pizza Man. Freddie, hello. Hello, Freddie. Can you hear us? I just, yeah, I just said you're cracking me up. That's all. You're cracking up right now. No, you cracked me up. You cracked me up. You're cracking up right now. Oh, I know. Well, I'm sorry because I'm now taking my kid to school. So, I, um, you can't hear me at all? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm just sitting here listening. I was waiting for you to, you know, go on your spiel here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why, you know, you know, you said, you know, I gave you the phone number. You must have forgot it. So, I gave the, you know, you gave me a number. So, I told Ben, you call this man right now. I was on hold, and you said, well, take Ryan first. That's, that's what you said. Yeah, we, and, we had a uh, segment based on Michigan State. We got, a, we got an organized show here, Freddie. We don't just power up and just throw dirt at the wall. This is scheduled. I got I to gotta keep the ship on track. Yeah, and it's not about taking Ryan first. You should take Ryan before me. So I just I hung up because your, your, uh, your um, segment was over. So I, you had to get your advertisers in. So whatever, you know, I'm taking my kids to school, but I'm, I'm on the phone. With you. Thank you for, thank you for calling me. I appreciate it. Do I get a parting gift at all? You'll get nothing uh, and yeah. like it in the words of Judge Schmales. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. <laughs> um, now, now I totally forgot uh, what I wanted to talk about. But uh, yeah, I, I, well, I think I texted to you. So uh, yeah, but we're not going to bring that up. So, uh, but anyways, how are you, AB? You doing good? Oh yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Good to I'm hear. Great. Yeah, turn on your mic. Yeah, that'd be better if you turn on your mic. There you go. Now I can hear you. Did you walk away from your mic? Are you there? Freddie, I'm here. What you, you, you know, you're blowing me up. You're talking about we got stuff to do. Now you're not saying anything. I'm, give, I'm, I'm, I'm allowing, I'm giving you this all this time, and you're filibustering. Well, your mic, well, your mic went. You I had to adjust mic. the video. They, I was waiting for you to say something. Yeah, because everybody wants to see you on video. All right, listen, let's get. To all, right, all right, all right, all right. You took you took it you took it as I was throwing a shot at Steve Eisenman. No, that wasn't that wasn't the idea about the tax about Patrick Kane. Patrick, what I was saying is this is a good thing. Patrick Kane has is has pushed up the rebuild two or three years because I'm a I'm a big believer that superstars. Make make the team better and make other players better. This team this team would not be in the same position without Patrick Kane. I think they've rallied around him. I think they they look up to him. They see his work ethic. They see how great he is. And you don't get an opportunity to get superstars. You know they uh, you know like I said in the text, you have to get superstars when they're either they want to leave the team because of contract or they're hurt. And you got a guy that is a superstar. The way the Pistons got Rasheed Wallace and pushed him over the top, and I—that's not a shot at Steve Eisenman. I think they would have been decent this year, but I think it's pushed up the rebuild two or three years. I think it's really cool to see. It's at a really good time after the Lions playing well. That's all I was saying. That was the point of my call or my text. Well, it you seems very—it seems very pro Steve Eisenman, the GM, able to go get a superstar like that. Okay, well. Yeah, but you you keep you keep harping back to. I was holding his. I mean, he's been here five years, uh, Anthony. You, you know, I, well, my point was 
just because he was a god here and he, he always will be, you got to hold their feet of fire if they're not winning. Uh, if, you know, that's all I'm saying. And that's all I ever said. But you keep saying that I don't like Steve Eisenman. I mean, you got to be out of your mind. He was my, him and Joe Dumars are my two favorite athletes in Detroit sports history. So, well, uh, you know, it's been five years. You know, he gets, an, he gets extra leeway because who he, who he is. Okay. That's all the point was. Other guys, GMs don't get extra leeway. Now, but in, now he, had a, he had a total tear, tear down and rebuild. Yeah, so did Al Vila. Oh, and, my God, and, not and, with the Al Avila stuff again. Yeah. Are now, we able to go a week without Al Avila? Like, the guy's gone, Freddie. He's gone. It's yeah, over. But, okay, I know, but he but he wasn't he wasn't a Hall of Fame hockey player here. That's why he got no leeway. Now now we're throwing shade at Ken Holland. Ken Holland won four cups for this game. Who, who threw shade at Ken done. Holland? Well, you kind of said they, well, he couldn't get it done. It was time for no, him to it, go. No, it was time for him to go. They they were strapped with bad contracts. He did everything necessary. Nobody's nobody's taking away anything that Ken Holland did for this organization. Well, let's be honest. That was Mike Gillich. That wasn't Ken Holland. Ken Holland was okay. Kind of All right. So throw Ken Holland out. Now it's Mike Gillich. We'll take Mike Gillich. All right, Big Mike. Well, All right, I mean, we know, we know, we know the truth. Now, come on. We, I mean, honestly, we have nothing against him signing the contract. That was his team. But we know. Listen, all I'm saying is. It's a really good thing that Patrick Kane came along at the right time because you don't get you don't you don't get those opportunities too often. You don't, you know. So I just think I think it's a great thing. That's all my point was. So I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Have a wonderful day. Thank all you. Right. This and suck. <laughs> that's always going to end. I don't. I mean, that's. Uh... Well, quite the revelation there at the end. Uh, yeah, the Pistons are Pistons are atrocious. Uh, there is there is no no doubt about that whatsoever. Um, it is like look, Patrick Kane has been a, has been an awesome addition to this club. Awesome addition to this club. Uh, you get Patrick Kane probably in part because you know you got Alex it. and those guys want to play together, and it's a it's a good opportunity for Patrick Kane. We go in with some belief there for him. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, James Reimer was, he was sensational. Thirty-three saves, couple of big ones against Connor Bedard. That breakaway that we came back with, you know, to open it up. Here is the head coach Derek Lalone after the game with Trevor T. He's looking better and better as the days roll on. Uh, just in a moment like this, he's got a flair for the dramatic. And how does it feel for the team? Well, just the whole night was absolutely amazing. Um, you ex- you have a vision of what it could look like, um, and then the. Um, the TV timeout when they gave him his moment is like it was amazing. Um, honored to be part of it. Um, and then I give him credit for hanging in there. Uh, huge credit uh, to the Dickinson, Blackwell, and Anderson line. Their job all night was just to shut down Larkin. Couldn't get away from the matchup. They did that. And then these guys come out and they just find a way in the end. So I think it's a good credit to them and uh, their resiliency and um, a fun night. And I'm glad. Uh, we found a way to get two points. You expected a tough game from the Blackhawks coming here today, and you came in on a back-to-back, and Patrick admitted himself a lot of distractions from the team, didn't really have your best game uh, throughout the night. Uh, just your thoughts on your team game here tonight and how you eventually came away with the two points. Uh, unfortunately, fairly predictable. You, you try everything in your power um, to, to avoid it, maybe motivate, try to talk things through. Uh, we're on a back-to-back. 
And we played extremely well yesterday. In some ways, the game came easy yesterday, and it was pretty predictable. A motivated team has been playing very well. Um, good on Rhymes. He kept us in there throughout. Uh, gave us an opportunity uh, to get uh, one late and one in overtime. So, again, fairly predictable. Um, don't love it, but I certainly do love the outcome. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily love the game, and uh, it's great to hear Coach alone. I mean, that's – I think back to our time together in Toledo where – you know, you'd be you'd be setting up a shot for for TV or trying to get some audio for radio, and uh, you, you know you'd have people grinding skates and and cutting sticks and rolling carts through the hallway, and it's like, can we just, you know, what if what if we just move this area? Like, what if we just kind of there's like an auxiliary locker room we can just put the backdrop. Like, what? How do we feel about that? And everybody, there was so much pushback against me for this idea. I never understood. And I'm like, well, because here's the deal. Like, you know, you want to have the, the coverage, which is great, but I'm trying to get an interview. We're trying to talk to coach, and somebody's grinding a skate 10 feet from us. You know, they got the saws out, and they're whacking sticks, and this guy's pushing a laundry cart and da, 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 in the background. It's like, oh, my good, dear heavens. Dear heavens. But, hey, look. Look at us now. huh? Come on, coach. And uh, really exciting. Let's go to the uh, Detroit Economic Club. They're having a lunch on Wednesday, uh, and it's a Red Wings lunch. Well, how great is that? Maybe I'll get Coach a little BLT or something. Hey, Coach, what do you want for lunch? It's on me. Put it on my tab. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but very, uh, I'm just, I'm happy for Derek Lalone. I am. I, I'm so happy for him. It is a, uh, it's just, it's just awesome. The whole thing is just awesome. I got to, you know what, can, yeah, I got to run it again. I'm sorry. I got to do it again. I got to do it again for Kane. I got to do it again for DeBrinket. I got to do it again for Ken and Mickey on Bally Sports Detroit. Save by rebound save. Look out here. Look at this. Wide Look open. This. Up center ice. It's Patrick Kane in Chicago. Oh, oh, my God. Kane with the overtime winner. The Red Wings win it 3-2. The story is complete on Kane's return to Chicago. That is a Hall of Fame call right there. Against Peter Morazic, no less. A former Toledo Walleye, Grand Rapid Griffin, and Detroit Red Wing. So just, uh, man, that, that, the entire game was so much fun. So much fun. And I, I just, I can't, I don't, you know, the thing about it is, is I don't want to get over it. Like, I don't want to move past it. You know, I don't want to, uh, you know, we could say that, you know, Freddie could say that, you know, it's all because of Patrick Kane. And that's... That's fine, right? That's fine. I'm not. I'm not denying Patrick Kane's greatness here. I'm not. I mean, you can have the debate over who is the greatest American-born player. Is it Chelios? Is it Kane? You know, Mike McDonald's in the mix there as well. But honestly, for me, like, I would. I would much rather you know take a look at how this team was built. The fact that they have more ten-goal scores, double-digit goal scores than any other team in the league. One of the best offenses in the league. They're getting some great, very timely goaltending. Like, it's all coming together. And we've spent, I would say, a majority of this program this morning talking Red Wings hockey. And that, to me, is fun. It's a lot of fun. Like, I am excited about the direction of this team. I'm excited about the players that we have. I'm excited about the coaching staff. And I'm most excited for you, the fans. I really am, because this is a... uh, no, this is this is this is the time that we've been waiting for. Especially, especially 
coming off of the year that we had. Just just awesome. You go from the Lions into this, like that's just it's just great. And those guys have talked about it. They know. We all know. You've you've heard the quotes. I've talked about it. I'm sure other things that you listen to, they've talked about it as well. This is just a, uh, this is exactly what this town needed. Now, also, in case you were unaware. It all starts today. The 2024 Underwear Olympics. Who is going to perform the best? In a bunch of activities that don't really relate to football, but we do them anyways. The bench press, the broad jump, the three-cone drill, the 40-yard dash, the wonderlick test, and more tests. The x-rays, the MRIs. Who is going to be in the best shape? Who is going to be running, throwing, catching in gym shorts and t-shirts? And spandex. Who is going to up their draft stock this week for the 2024 NFL Combine? Oh, my goodness. This is where guys like Zach Wilson make their money, folks. Somebody's going to come out there slinging that thing. Quarterbacks rising up the charts as we speak. How many quarterbacks will go in the first round? Will it be four? Will it be five? Will it be more than that? We have no idea. But tonight, today, it all begins. A lot of testing today, though. A lot of testing. A lot of testing. And uh, we're not going to, we don't really get to see any on field stuff till later on in the week. But it is the start of the 2024 NFL Combine, better known as the Underwear Olympics. Now, is part of that tongue-in-cheek? Yes. Obviously, some of this stuff does relate to football. Like your 40-yard dash, for example. Guys want to know how quickly you can run 40% of the field. And we don't really know exactly, like, you know, we do know that, you know, breakaway speed is very, very important. Some guys will be very good in the 40. Won't be so good in real-life football. Some guys will be great in the broad jump. Right? It's for explosion. Got to have that explosion out there. Thursday is our first day of television coverage at 3 p.m., which defensive linemen and linebackers take the field at 3. And then Friday, also at 3 o'clock, defensive backs and tight ends. Then we'll have quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs on Saturday, offensive linemen on Sunday. It should be uh, that should be everybody. It should be everybody, and so we'll see three o'clock, three o'clock, one o'clock, one o'clock Thursday through Sunday. We'll see whose stock will rise. We'll keep track of it, right? Everybody wants to test well. Uh, my biggest hope is that for all of these young men that they walk away from the combine healthy, right? Don't tear something, you know, just trying to work out. Like that's 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 always the worst. I mean, the biggest job interview of your life. You want to be able to test well. You know, for the guys that played in the Senior Bowl, another opportunity here. They have their pro days as well. We'll get all the people that won't throw at the Combine that will throw out their pro day. I can't stand that. You should throw everywhere, and you should want to throw everywhere. What's the difference? Go out there and show them. Stop running. 
What are you afraid of a poor performance? You're afraid of a poor performance and a glorified practice? It's not even a practice? Like, come on. Get out there and throw. Run. Hit the bench press. Get out there and get after it. What's the matter with you? I don't understand that. I'll never understand that. Go out there and compete. Go compete. Try your best. Stretch. Stretch, stretch, and stretch some more. And make sure that you are physically ready to be able to handle this week the largest job interview of your life. A lot of guys from the University of Michigan headed to the Combine. It's awesome. 18 invitees. I've already seen Ohio State accounts tweeting about, oh, the Michigan team was an all-timer. That's good. Thank you for giving us our credit. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. So that's a positive. That's what we have. Uh, also, I don't understand like this recent conversation I've heard over the last couple of days. The next face of the NBA. Like, what, what, what are we? What are we? What are we doing here? And I don't know exactly how John Morant would make a list of the next face of the NBA. If I'm the NBA, that's like the last person I would want to be the face of my league. Is a guy that can't get out of his own way. A guy in strip clubs. A guy toting handguns. Like, I. It seems counterproductive to me. Uh, but that's just me. What do I know? Uh, that's not exactly like who's the face of the league. I don't know who's the who was the last face of the league. Like I don't, I don't, I never saw LeBron as the face of the league. Just because you put him out there a ton, and in fact, I think that buried your business model. To be honest with you, I think the last face of the league was Jordan. I think I think the league's too good now. I think there's way too much talent to say that we only have one face of the league. That's ridiculous. All right, we're gonna step aside. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place, right here. On X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests who come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break vacations and even the summer find out more at theurbanu.com that is theurbanu.com the prepping season is underway and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip that spring break or the summer find out more at theurbanu.com 
Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. Huge here. AB's doing a heck of a job, and I'm ready to drop some huge opinions about what he's talking about later today at 3 on the Michigan Sports Network.